Welcome to the Know and Do podcast. This is episode number 69 and the ninth in the conversion series. Today we'll talk a little bit about the conversion of Moses. I am Justin Barton, a son of God and the host of the Know and Do program and podcast. Thanks for tuning in. The Know and Do principle is basically this. It is where knowledge becomes action, where education becomes application, where faith becomes works, where a calling becomes leadership, where stewardship becomes magnification, and where testimony become conversion. No one do started out as a basically a daily devotional through which I shared my studies and my personal experiences of faith and hope and tied those to a verse of scripture. And I still continue to do this, but it has evolved a little bit in which I've conducted a few interviews of individuals who are striving to live the no and do principle in their lives and have a story to share. The next stage of this principle is to bring you, the listening audience, into this world. If any of the Know and Do episodes or Facebook posts have inspired a change in your heart or driven you to do something different in your life, I would love to hear about it. The plan is to do a regular How I Do What I Know quick interview of 10 to 20 minutes with regular people just like you. If this pertains to you, even if you wish to stay anonymous to others, I would love to hear from you and have a discussion with you. To contact me, please email me at knowanddopodcast at gmail.com. Now, just a couple of housekeeping things. I'm not an expert in doctrine or in this no and do principle. That's why I issue the invitation to myself and in turn to the audience. I'm not an expert in doctrine on any of the subjects that will be shared, and I don't claim to be any sort of official representative of any religion or any um, point of view. I only claim to be one of God's children, walking through life the best way I can figure, just trying to be better one day at a time, striving to do God's will for me, and sharing what I experience. So if you find the Know and Do podcast or the posts on Facebook to be of value to you, I would invite you to like and subscribe and review each of those places and become an active member of the Know and Do community. Now we'll continue this series on conversion of people and peoples throughout Scripture. And today we'll focus a little bit on the miraculous and Hollywood movie-like conversion of Moses. This is kind of a long story, so I'll do a major Reader's Digest condensed version. Moses was born a Hebrew in Egypt. The Pharaoh had commanded all Hebrew male babies to be slain as the Hebrews had become too numerous. Moses' mother, in an attempt to save his life, set him afloat in some reeds on the river in the hopes that he would be protected. The Pharaoh's daughter found him and rebelled against her father's edict and chose to raise this baby boy. By the way, I find it interesting that the beginnings of this story reflect a seemingly righteous rebellion by several strong female characters. Moses' mother disobeying Pharaoh's law and hiding her infant son, Pharaoh's daughter insisting on saving this Hebrew boy and raising him, Moses' sister, Miriam, planting thoughts and ideas in the mind and heart of Pharaoh's daughter, and getting his own mother there in the house of Pharaoh to feed and help raise him. What these three women did seemingly caused a ripple effect that eventually led to the freeing of the Hebrew nation under the bondage of the Egyptians. Years later, Moses went through a series of experiences that transformed him from one who was great in the eyes of the nation of Egypt to one, into one that was hated by Egypt, but great in the eyes of God and great in the eyes of Judeo-Christian history. 
First, is his eyes and heart being opened to the state of his people. He witnessed, probably not for the first time in his life, the harsh treatment of the Hebrews. He had the awakening that he, Moses, was one of them, and he had a change of heart. His change of heart caused him to do something rash, kill the Egyptian slave master, which then motivated Moses to flee into the wilderness and find refuge, and eventually a family there. He became a shepherd, from a Hebrew slave to the son of of Pharaoh to a wandering Midian shepherd. His life took him to amazing places, and he was just getting started. Then comes the mighty change of heart. One day, while tending his sheep, one of them wanders off. He goes after the lost sheep. Anyone see any symbolism here? While searching, he comes across a burning bush, which isn't consumed in the fire. An angel of the Lord speaks to Moses through this burning bush and calls him to be the deliverer of the Hebrews. Moses doubts his ability to do what the Lord is calling him to do, but the Lord comforts, encourages, provides helpers, Aaron and Joshua, and provides many miracles that facilitate Moses being able to do what the Lord has has him do. I think that this is the lesson for me out of this conversion story, that it wasn't Moses that did this great work of bringing the Hebrews, the children of Israel, out of bondage. It was God. Moses was just the willing instrument in God's hands, willing to submit himself and act on whatever seemingly crazy things that God asked him to do. I mean, turning the Nile into blood, calling down plagues and locusts and frogs and fire from heaven and all sorts of other crazy things. I likely would have balked at all of these things. But Moses was a willing servant because of the mighty change of heart he had experienced. And through Moses, God was able to show his mighty wonders, and his people were freed from human oppression. The invitation today is to seek how I can be used as an instrument in the Lord's hands today. Even pray for an opportunity to see and do one of the Lord's mighty wonders. It probably won't be anywhere near as significant as what Moses was called upon to do, but perhaps as significant in the individual life of someone for whom a kind act is done. Then, when that opportunity arises, to do it, trusting in God to do His will with me. If you feel this is a positive influence in your life, please subscribe to this podcast. Also, please like and follow Know and Do on Facebook. Find us there by searching for Know and Do. As always, my experience is that the key to peace and happiness in life is knowing Jesus Christ and doing as He teaches. If I had to tell you the truth, I'm afraid I'd have to say that after all I've done and failed to do, I feel like less than I was meant to be. And what if I could fix myself? Maybe then I could get free. I could try to be somebody else who's much better off than me. But I need to remember this That is when I'm at my weakest I can clearly see He made the lame walk and the dumb talk And he opened blinded eyes to see That the sun